amazing men and women of God who, who God has stationed here. It is a blessing to my life and to the church. Thank God for this praise to these musicians. six years. Done very well in the 
like six years ago. Great for the God that that there are people who believe in what God has given us as a mission, and we are doing we're doing well. Um, let me begin the message by saying that for some reason, a lot of us tend to think that when we are going through a difficult time, that we are the only ones going through a difficult time. Yeah, yeah. a lot of us think that. A lot of us, a lot of us feel so alone when we're going through a difficult time, and we feel like sometimes that 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 our life situation is somehow different than others' life situation. And there was a song that, 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 that used to uh, ring out in churches when I was growing up that said, if it's never rained in your life, wait a while. You would hear preachers say, um, either you were in a storm, coming out of a storm, or on your way into one. And, and I gotta share with you that sometimes you feel like you're the only one going through a particular thing. But I gotta tell you, everybody goes through something. Everybody, look at your name and say everybody. Everybody goes through something, whether it's in your marriage, or with your children, or with your finances, or with your health. Everybody goes through something. Sometimes we feel like, like, like we're different than everybody else. And a lot of times we even walk around embarrassed at the fact that we have to go through it. Or embarrassed, almost as if we are the black sheep of the earth. But if going through trials and tribulations made you the black sheep of the earth, then there would be no white sheep on the earth. Because everybody goes through something. And, and, and I'm, I'm kind of confused sometimes when children of God go through difficult times. Why do we lose it when we face trouble? Why do, we, why do we lose our minds when we face difficult times? And I get that we get frustrated. I get that we worry sometimes. But for some of us, it's so easy for us to throw in the towel. But I got to share with you that if you are a Bible reader, there's nobody that you read about in the Bible that did not have difficult times. I'm talking about serious, difficult times. Have I got a witness in here? Amen. David couldn't control his own children. We celebrate David. He's a great king. He's a man after God's own heart. But he couldn't even control his own children. And one of his sons died trying to kill him. Are y'all going to help me here? And he had a wife that even discouraged him from praising the Lord. Now, David had some difficult times. And we're not even talking about his adultery and his murder. He, he faced difficult times. Job himself had a wife who told him to curse God and die. Because 
she married him because he was going through a difficult time. Moses got so tired of leading ungrateful people that he didn't want to lead them anymore and he quit in the middle of the job. But we celebrate, celebrate Moses. Mary, the mother of Jesus was looked at as a loose woman because there was no way that a teenage girl could be pregnant and then blame it on God. <laughs> Even Jesus had problems with his friends who turned their backs on him when he faced difficult times. Everybody we read about in the Bible has problems. So how in the world do we expect as Bible readers that we will have some problems? And here's the thing you've got to understand. You can look at everybody else when they're going through their difficult time and laugh at them. But trust and believe your difficult time is coming. Look at your neighbor and say, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. Can I, can I tell you why we celebrate them? Why, why we celebrate Job? Why we celebrate Moses? Why we celebrate David? We celebrate all of these biblical figures because uh, we see the end of their story. Y'all not helping me here. We see the end of their story. And because we see the end of their story, we are able to appreciate what they went through. And a lot of y'all are not being celebrated because you're going through a difficult time. And there are people who have cast you down, cast you aside, and said you'll never amount to be anything. But can you do me a favor and tell somebody, keep watching me because the story ain't over yet. No, no, no. Y'all not, y'all not, y'all not talking to See, 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 we celebrate Moses because uh, we know the end of the story. Today, I want you to celebrate because you know the end of the story too. <laughs> Can I get five of y'all to go ahead and give God a praise because you know that the end of your story has already been written and no matter how much hell you have to go through in this life, that at the end of it, you get the victory. No, don't, don't, don't count me out because you've read the middle of the book. There's an end coming to this story. And the reason why there are such wonderful endings to these stories is because <laughs> that the book was written by a problem solver. So the Bible is full of problems, <laughs> but it was written by a problem solver. In other words, God
sees the problem solver. There's no problem on earth that can ever exist that he don't already have a solution to. Are y'all helping me here? We got to stop glorifying the problem and start glorifying the problem solver. Raise your hand if you know you connected to the problem solver. Glory. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. See, everybody has problems. You're not the only one who has problems. You just got to make up in your mind to endure the problem. And some of y'all, some of y'all are trying to come out of your stuff quickly. And some of this stuff we just got to endure. Y'all not going to help me here. Some of us are praying. Some of us are praying. God, remove it from me. But back in the old church, the old folk used to say something like this. God, don't move my mountain. Just give me strength to climb. Some, some of us have to go through a season of difficulty. And it's not going to go by any faster because we pray. But can I give you one reason to shout? Just because you don't get through it faster doesn't mean you're not going to get through it. Y'all not going <laughs> Y'all don't know what to shout about. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to get through it. Even if I have to be a delayed a little bit. Here's what you got to understand. Here's what you got to understand. There, there are some things we just got to go through. Some things we got to go through. And I got, I got to tell y'all, I'm going I'm to get to the scripture in just one minute, but I got to tell y'all about a problem I had on Friday. Can I tell you? Problem I had on Friday. Problem, problem I had on Friday that it made me angry. Made me upset. And even at the beginning of it, I was anxious and worried and frustrated. But when I started to think about it, when I started to see the problem being fixed, I calmed down. And then when I started to think about what could have happened instead of what did happen, I started to celebrate. Let me, let me, let me tell you what happened. So on Friday, D went to the DMV to get new tags for our cars. But when she got there, y'all listen to this. When she got there, they told her that our tags could not be renewed because my license was suspended. Y'all hear what I just said? My license was suspended. Of course, D called me and gave me the ninth degree <laughs> about why my license was suspended. I ain't gonna lie, I just hung up the phone. I'm thinking to myself, Squad, there is no way that my license is suspended. I don't owe anybody. I haven't gotten any tickets that I haven't paid for. I haven't received any mail that said my license is suspended. This can't be true. So I got the number and I had to call the state office. And of course, when you call the state office, I'm extra mad now because the first five calls, I couldn't even get through. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. It, it, it was just that call that simply said, your call is very important to us. <laughs> huh? 
please call back. I'm like, my license are suspended. I kept calling back. I kept calling back, man. Nobody else. And then when I finally got through, they said, your call is very important to us. Your wait time is between 30 and 45 minutes. But you know what? Keith, it was in that moment, y'all not going to help me. That I was getting to calm down because at least I had gotten through. Y'all missing something. Y'all missing something. Y'all missing something. Before my cause had been rejected. But even though I had to wait, at least I knew I was on the line. Are y'all helping me? So I waited patiently. And after
matter to me about the time now because I'm going to have to wait till Monday anyway. So they called me exactly at 5 o'clock. The lady called, they apologized again, and they tell me they received an email, and this is what they said. <laughs> she says, you don't have to wait for us. We're waiting on you now.
traveling out of town? Uh-huh. Y'all not gonna help me. Deal, deal, tell you this. You know, I, 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 I used to work in government, so I feel like I know all the police officers. <laughs> Matter of fact, before we used to have police officers in Gretna, I would ask them a question. We would all have to ask them questions. I didn't have but one question. And my question was, I had two. Number one, do you know the color of all my cars? <laughs> number two, do you know the license plate number? <laughs> and man, just, just, just a week ago, I'm, I'm flying by a police officer. D is looking at me like I'm crazy. Man, if I had known I was riding dirty, I would have slowed down and went 45. Matter of fact, I would've just pulled over and let him go on about his business. Can y'all believe that? Riding dirty. <sighs> Listen, I could've been arrested. What did happen was my license got suspended by mistake. But what didn't happen was that my life wasn't altered because of it. God sees everything. And I'm glad he sees everything. He knows everything. Can I tell you something? He don't just know your actions. But he knows what's in your mind. (laughs) And sometimes God will give us credit for what he knows is in our mind. Y'all not, y'all not, y'all not, y'all not helping me here. Sometimes God, sometimes God will excuse the behavior because he knows what's in your heart. Y'all not gonna help me. That's why he told David, you're a man after my own heart. Not because David wasn't a mess up. Because he knew David's heart. Have I got a witness in here? Let's look at the scripture. I promise you I'm about to let you go. Second Timothy chapter number two. Here's the deal. We got to learn how to endure difficult times. We got to learn how to go through difficult times without losing our minds. And Second Timothy gives us the answer to that. I'm going to give you three points that I've done. Second Timothy chapter number two, verse number three says, Therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Ain't I running that? I'm talking about soldiers in the praise team up here in camouflage. Watch this. Any soldiers in here? Anybody ever been in the military? Raise your hand if you've been in the military. Soldiers. Military. Raise your hand. Okay. Several of you. Several of you. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says, therefore, endure hardness as a what? As a good soldier. We'll stop right there. As a good soldier. Keep in continuous will of Jesus Christ. But before we get to the of Jesus Christ portion of this, let's just deal with the fact that he says, endure hardness, difficult times, pain, trials and tribulations, like a good soldier. What a good soldier is. A good soldier is somebody who has gone through basic training. You don't get to be a soldier at all if you can't make it through the rigors of 
and shout. So, so in order for you to be a soldier at all, you have to already be prepared. You don't even know what to shout about, so let me help you out. So when the Bible says endure hardness as a good soldier, it's simply saying you got to revert back to what you've been prepared already to do. Can I give you a place to shout? There's nothing you have on your plate right now that God hasn't already given you the strength to handle. You've already been prepared for this. You've already been prepared for it. Can you do me a favor and thank God for your preparation? Y'all not helping me here. But God 
promise you, I can promise you that it wasn't as bad as everybody would have thought. It was as if God had prepared us to handle it. And the stuff that we could not handle, God scratched it off the test. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all missed it. Y'all, y'all missed it. Y'all, <laughs> y'all missed it. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. How many of y'all, how many of y'all ever took a test, right? You took a test. You took a test in school, right? And then you know you get a test and you have all of these questions. And you know that there are some questions on the test that you can't answer. Y'all not hearing me here. Some questions on the test that you cannot answer. And because you cannot answer them, that means if you don't answer enough of those questions, you get a failing grade. But God doesn't send you into a test for you to fail. He sends you into a test to pass. So before you ever see the test, he's already looked through every question and he scratches out the ones he know you can't handle. Y'all not going to help me in here. He just took a red pen, his red pen. Can I preach like an old preacher? He took a red pen. Y'all know what that red stands for? It stands for the blood. He covered that stuff through the blood. So everything he knew you could handle, he just wiped some blood over it so that you wouldn't even have to see it. And even when you get to heaven, all of that stuff that will prevent you from getting in, he wipes through it with the blood. Can I get five of y'all to praise God? I want y'all to notice something that's happening. I want y'all to notice something that's, that just happened. I want y'all to notice something that just happened. God is showing us how powerful his grace and mercy is. Lift your hand if you thank God for his grace. If you, if you know, man, that your life will be totally messed up. I know, I know you got some stuff going on right now. But if you know that your life will be totally upside down without his grace, lift up your hand right now and just begin to tell it. Thank you. He didn't let you fail. I want to read verse 4 to you here. I want to read verse 4 to you here. And I'm going to leave it right here. See, see. A good soldier, God has already prepared. Tanya, 
before you ever faced it. God had already equipped you to be able to handle it. I don't know who this is for, but tell somebody and tell them, you built for this. You built for this. You built for this. Tell them you can handle it. to somebody. Come on, just look at it one more time and say, if you got the problem, God already got the solution.
there was a pastor here in Tallahassee who got caught in a scandal. And I wouldn't have dared participate in the scandal because I know how easily that could have been any of you, any of us. And man, the world attacked him. But you know the revelation in that, no matter whether you think he's right or wrong, the revelation in that is that he don't belong to you. He belongs to God. And it was almost like God had to make a statement in the day. I believe God was saying, if y'all hadn't been the judge during the execution, maybe I would have sent him off into obscurity. But because y'all chose to be me, I chose to do my job. I'm going to show you who's still in charge. So this morning around this time, that man is still standing doing what God has told him to do in spite of it all. And the Bible says, what you got to do is you got to know that God will prepare us. And we don't have to be concerned with the affairs of this life. Ooh, everybody standing on your feet. Everybody standing on your feet. Everybody standing on your feet. This ain't for everybody. This, this part right here ain't for everybody. 